October 27th, 2023, Green Teamer versus the Doomer, episode two. How's everybody doing out there today? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining us here on episode two of the Green Teamer versus the Doomer Celtics fan podcast. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're sitting here um, a few days after the Celtics opener. 1-0 versus the New York Knicks uh, in Madison Square Garden. That was a hell of a game. Uh, Devin, what did you think of it off the top of your head? It was exciting. It was really uh, a fun experience to see the new roster come together. And honestly, Drew and Jalen didn't play well, and they still got the win. You know, you're playing a Knicks team that has continuity. It's pretty much the same roster returning. You know, they have consistently had the same coach. Our team is completely, there's a full-on, uh, it's different. It's a different roster, different style of play. I mean, it was a, a extremely different style of play from last year. And poor Zingas was a monster. Yeah, and you know, you, you can talk uh, about this Knicks team. Obviously, the home opener, probably the loudest that place is going to be yeah. until the until April when they make the playoffs because, you know, everyone's hyped up. And the physicality of the Knicks is really something that I wanted to see tested with the Celtics. Like, yeah. you know they're going to throw elbows. You know they're going to be bodying you and just trying to get to the rim. And it seemed like we had a good answer for them. And, you know, Porzingis kind of just... They weren't a- getting to the rim. Yeah. You know, even when they got there, they turned around. I yeah. mean, Brunson multiple times got to the rim and then just immediately dribbled around and left the paint. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of good things about this game. And there's also, in my opinion, a, a, a handful of bad things uh, that we'll get to in a little bit. But I say let's run down the box score real quick Yeah, and just see what kind of sticks out and what we liked from our team. Um, you know, we shot a uh, three point percentage pretty low for that. It was 30 percent. Uh, for yeah. the game, not ideal. Um, usually, when we put up that type of uh, three point percentage, it's usually not a great game for us. But we were able, obviously, able to squeak it out. Well, well I mean, it was impressive because I think they only took what twenty nine threes. I can't, I don't see it. Yeah, but, it doesn't say the number here, just the percentage. Yeah, I mean, they took very few threes compared to you know what, like the fifty they were taking last year. Right. And the Knicks took a lot more threes, and they shot at a very high clip, and they still lost. Yeah, yeah. I re- I guess I really underestimated. I had my Celtics uh, uh, bias goggles on last year, and I yeah. didn't really realize how good Emmanuel quickly is. And I don't know if that's how he plays on a daily, uh, on on an average night for him, but quickly was one of the best players on the court last night. Yeah, he. Uh, um, yeah, a couple nights. A couple ago. nights ago. Uh, yeah, quickly. I mean. It was between him and Brogdon for six man of the year. Right. I think quickly would have won it if he didn't start so many games. That was the problem. So it inflated his numbers uh, yeah. overall. Yeah. And he's a great little player. Uh, he's fast. He can shoot. Um, he has like, he's just a flamethrower. Like he doesn't care. He'll take a shot. You yeah. know, he has no, uh, nothing stops him. So. Yeah, he can really score on us, and uh, but I mean, by and large, our perimeter defense was great. Mm-hmm. The post defense was great. I mean, you can look at it and say the one weak link was Jalen all around, but you know that won't happen consistently. He's too good, you know. Yeah, and looking down the uh, team stats, it really looks like the Knicks kind of got the better of us in a lot of categories when it came to assist, uh, rebounding. Obviously, seems to be a problem. Steals. Um, turnovers, it just seemed like they were kind of just out hustling and out playing us in the majority of the game. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing was, 
you're right. We had I, I don't know how many assists it was, but it was like comically low. I mean, let me do some quick math here. Eight. Nine, eleven, thirteen. Eighteen. Eighteen assists. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. For and it, it seemed like the majority of our baskets were on it's weird because it looked like everything was like a pick and pop to mm-hmm. Porzingis. So that's probably where most of the assists came from. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we got out-assisted, out-rebound. I mean, like, drastically out-rebound. They had, what, 18 offensive boards or yeah. 17? It was... And that was a lot just, like, at the at the board, you know, catch, get the rebound, put it back up, get the rebound again. So it was, like, yeah. two or three instances of, like, that just, like, kind of padding the offensive number boards. It's not good. No, but I mean, sometimes... it was, that's, that's to me, that's what worried me the most, the rebounding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Porzingis, he gets rebounds, but he's not Drummond. Uh, yeah, and one he's of not going to get like a ton of boards down there. He's not really like, uh, and you know what? I don't want him to be so he doesn't get injured. But he's not like a banger. Yeah, that's true. And real quick, the blocks though they, that yeah. heavily favored the Celtics, eleven to zero. Uh, wow. No blocks for the uh, New York Knicks apparently uh, last night. So well, I mean, we're significantly bigger than them as a team. This is, I mean, and yeah. Porzingis had four himself. Yeah, and I mean, Derek White led all guards in blocks last year he by did. like fifteen. So. I mean, I think the second closest was Shea, and yeah. he was still 15 away. And then after that, it was even larger. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're a great defensive team. Tatum gets blocks. I think he only had one last game, but I don't know if you remember in the playoffs, it seemed like he had two or three every night. Yeah, yeah. Like, this team is really, really good defensively. Um, and real quick, again, uh, looking at the, not the box score, but like, you know, what do they call that with, with it, where it shows you the scoring by the quarter? Is that just a scoreboard, I guess? Breakdown. Breakdown, scoreboard yeah. breakdown. Uh, outscored 31 to 26 in the fourth quarter. It was the highest uh, scoring quarter for the Knicks. Yeah, they scored 10 points in like 15 yes, seconds. That was a bad run there. And that we all, we, we'll, we'll get to the bad later with a certain player yeah. uh, with costly turnovers and, I mean, even after the game in the post-game press conference, Joe Mazzulla was laughing at how fast they scored ten points. I mean, that like, was that that was an aberration. It was like a little over a minute. It happened very quickly. Oh yeah, I mean, it was like three straight plays. They got ten. I mean, it was really comical. Yeah, and one of the positives was that was a great timeout by Joe. I mean, obviously yeah. you can't like they no, score that I mean, fast, but he he called it right when it had to be called. So good, good for him. Well, I mean, like it was so fast. I went up to get a beer, and when I came back, <laughs> what happened? They, yeah, they were down one. I was frazzled, and my fridge is like in the room next to where I was. Yeah, it was a quick walk. I'm yeah. fast when it comes to getting a beer. Yeah. So, yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah. So 31 to 26. I mean, yeah, you're right. The 10 points happened quick, so that's going to inflate the numbers. But you know, team defense down the down the. Uh, down the stretch is going to be very important, and we I think we have the best defensive starting five in the league. Oh yeah, uh, or not, st- or maybe even ending five, whatever it is. Who five? I think we have the best starting five offensively and defensively. I don't know. Jalen really worries me. There's, yeah, there's you know. not even on offense is he standing in the corners. He's standing on the corner and defense too, just kind of gazing off. I feel. I know, I'm a little he, bit worried. He's an about elite this. defender when he's Engaged. trying. Yeah, and I mean honestly, home I'm opener a- or home. Season opener. I bet he drops 35 tonight. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, he was the ninth leading scorer in the NBA last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets buckets. That's all I really care about. His role is to score. He didn't need to score last game because Porzingis, you know, went full Christ mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't – I'm not worried about Jalen offensively. And, like, defensively, he's kind of been lackadaisical the past two years. 
but he still has it in him. Mm-hmm. And if your weak link defensively is Jalen Brown, who has you know all defensive team abilities, you're in a good spot. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much a pretty good rundown of the box score right but there. One thing I want to say is if I'm a Knicks fan, I'm really worried because that was about as you know for them shooting that high of a percentage from three. They really almost. You're right. It seemed like. They outplayed us. Yeah. I mean, Jalen, Julius Russell, Julian, Julius, Julius, Randall, Julius Randall. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Um, uh, he had an off terrible game that yeah. night last night. Um, so, you know, I'm not, he, you know, he's going to improve, you know, no, I know. More... But still, when you statistically play that well and, it, you know, they never had a lead until mm-hmm. the very end, mm-hmm. like into the fourth quarter, but they they played well. Yeah. And they lost. See, Randall's got that problem where he just doesn't really show up in big games. And this was a home opener. So he just didn't show up. You know, And he's going to play great throughout the regular season when games mean I mean, less. I guess if you really look at this, their three best players did shoot horribly. Terribly, yeah. yeah. Quickly, but, literally kept them in the game. Yeah, I mean, but they were, they were shooting well from three. That's not what they normally do. So it was just... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would be kind of worried if I was a Knicks fan. Yeah. You played that well and lost. It's one game at the end of the day. I, I need How many game samples do you need to really gauge a team? Well, I needed zero for this team, <laughs> but <laughs> I was pretty confident. But, um, yeah, by and large, I'd, I'd do 15, 20. I was, I'm was i 12. Yeah. 12. 12 is my solid number. I saw a dozen games to at least, yeah. not for the whole season, but just really give me a good scope of what the team is. Yeah. And then kind of start lowering or hiring my expectations based on this tw- the 12 games. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Celtics fan and you skip watching preseason games and this went in blind and saw what Porzingis did, you're probably like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. This is the, a title team. Yeah. Yeah, he he played out of his mind. So um, we just got through a real rundown, basic rundown of the box box score. But what we'll do now is we'll do we the the the, the green teamer and the doomer here. <laughs> yeah, we will uh, give us each three things we liked. Uh, you give me three things you liked, green teamer, and I'll give you three things I didn't like, and we'll just kind of go back and forth. All right. Um, this is a little, uh, what, what would you call it, a TLDR, Terry Listens, Devin Rant. Yes. Um, there's a lot to like about the performance from the Celtics. Their defense looked suffocating. I mean, I think it's pretty evident by, you know, the best players on that other, on the other team just weren't in rhythm, but you know they still shot well. But it was uh, an impressive defensive performance from the Celtics. Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis were just really effective defensively. I think, I think in total, I can't know. The, I don't know the stat off the top of my head, but I think it was like players went eight of thirty nine against both of them during the game. That's hard to uh, complain about. Mm. Porzingis in the paint defensively, people people just didn't watch him last year. You know, they say he sucked defensively. If you went online after we traded for him, everybody said he was horrible defensively. He's right. not horrible defensively. Yeah. No, I, I never I never saw that. For, he's 7-3. I mean, yeah, and, he's, and he, put but, on, he put on the muscle over the years, too, which kind of— Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's—yeah, he, you know, he doesn't look malnourished. No, anymore. he was a twig when he came into the yeah. NBA. But I mean, like look, look, you when you go to the paint against a guy that's seven three, regardless of their athleticism, you're gonna probably have your shot altered. 
But and he's athletic. Oh, he's freak. Yeah, he's really athletic. athletic. Yeah, I mean, you he's saw some of those dunks on the Luke rolls. Cornette out there. By any means, he's those alley oops. He's going up and grabbing. Oh no, he's. I mean, level. there's a reason why he was the what fourth overall pick. Yeah, like he's a, the potential of. He's him a being special a talent. I mean, what the the Knicks must have been so pissed because what they saw opening night is what they wanted him to be his entire tenure yeah. well. in New York. I mean, he's a seven three sniper who can command the paint defensively. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's really hard to complain. His one issue is clearly like on uh, defensively is like drop coverage. Right. So uh, it, I don't think it was horrible last game. Um, but he was, I mean, he, you can't watch that game and say you're not excited for what Porzingis brings to the team. Tatum was just, you watch Tatum play now and it's like, oh, it seems like he's just, He's just, you know, there. He's not really doing a lot. And then you look up, he has 28 points. Right, yeah. He had a he was he was special. Uh, yeah. I game mean, one. Like what? 34, 11, eight, uh, 5, mm-hmm. two steals, one block. I mean, that's just what he does now on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, he is just a special scorer. And it was really nice to see him, you know, back people down, play in the paint, use his newly formed Adonis body. And just like bully people, right? You know, and he—it it was just a special performance from him. I thought Al played really well. He had, you know, every time he seemed to be open, he got his threes. It was nice to see him completely be fine with coming off the bench. You know, he's so. I guess one concern would be, I, if your best bench player is Al Horford, who's not a scorer. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the bench the bench really kind of sucked mm-hmm. in the opening night. But you know, it was just it was a it was special watching Tatum and Porzingis play together because they played off each other so well. Right, they really did. And yeah. when uh, a double that double team uh, came to Tatum at the end of the game with like a little over a minute, it was a tie game. And yeah. Porzingis nailed that three. Dude, um, like not just he was like a twenty eight. I mean, it was yeah, it was deep. Yeah. And he shoots like line drives because he's so tall. He like doesn't really have that. It's much amazing. <laughs> it's like he's shooting down to yeah. the rim. Uh huh. He's got it down. Yeah, it was, and it was nice to see that it, he was willing completely one game in to just yeah. like give the ball to Porzingis in a clutch situation. Right. Right. So my thing with Tatum, um, it's not really a criticism. Porzingis probably gets my A plus on the night, and Tatum gets a strong A A plus. Yeah. But the, I saw the exact same thing with Tatum last year, game one. Uh, I forgot who we played, but I remember watching Tatum make that jump in the first game and just being like, oh, my God, he took the jump. And he was making everything look so effortless, going yeah. to the basket. And then as the season went on, he started to regress back into some of his uh, – he had gotten back into a shooting slump. People were starting to blame his wrist yeah. um, and stuff like that. So I'm hoping this year he can take what he did game one and really spread it out throughout the season. And not saying he played poorly. It just seemed like – he got like not whiny or anything like that. I mean, he's a whiny player in general, but he, but he was under control. Yeah, I'd, he was I'd, under control game one. Yeah, I think he made like one mistake that was pretty noticeable. Totally, and you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, he like took it to the paint. And he played should've. unbelievable. He looked. He played unbelievable. Yeah, and like Drew Holiday was really effective defensively. He shot like shit. Yeah, you know, but that happens. Yeah. And I thought Derek White was really good. Yeah, Derek White. 
Yep. So, I mean, look, if you want to nitpick, oh, I will. which is what you're going to do. Is there one player that we haven't mentioned yet? Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I'm not going to let that affect my good mood. Uh, I, I mean, Drew and Jalen weren't great, and I now assume tonight they're both going to dominate and, like, poor Zingas is going to shoot like shit. It's just what, you know. Yeah. It's got, this is what's going to happen on a team with four stars. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a big three. I mean, I think you have five top 50 players in the NBA yeah, I on think it's your a big, starting It's lineup. a big three plus. I think it's a big three. Like, I think if Jalen, those he who we we can't say his name yet. Yeah. But uh, if I, they could be a big three, but the next supporting guys are. Oh, no, I think they're a big four. They could be. Yeah, with Jalen, um, Drew, I mean, yeah. I mean, Drew's an all-star. Porzingis, you know, if he was ever fully healthy, he's mm-hmm. an all-NBA type talent. And Jalen, second team All NBA, top yeah. top twenty player in the league, right? And Tatum's Tatum. I mean, this is a really good roster. And like Derek White is a top fifty player in the NBA. Yeah, Fuck whatever ESPN says. Whoever, like, yeah. Was that ESPN or NBA? Yeah, they had him. ESPN. ESPN had him out of the top one hundred. Yeah, but then like the comment after they kept him out said, "Well, you know, you can make an argument he's a top fifty player." Yeah, but you didn't have him in your top one hundred. What crazy. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's crazy. No, I mean, like, I think this roster's a special roster. Yeah. And, yeah, like, to, what's going to happen is, like, two of them are going to suck, two of them are going to be stars, mm-hmm. and then they'll win. Like, tonight, I bet you they, they fucking blow out the heat tonight. Okay. Right, we'll get I to really that. think, we'll like, a 15-plus point win. Okay. Um, all right. So we got the green teamers' perspective of the game. Everything's great. Oh, we won. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, Rainbow, I, rainbows and yeah. marshmallow clouds. Yeah. Um, I mean, I left the runway open for you. I didn't talk about <laughs> one guy. So. Uh, this is very true. We'll, call, we'll have to, like, treat him like Voldemort. And just like, he just. Yeah, he can't be named. <laughs> can't be named. He who has no name. Um, and yeah, obviously, from a Doomer perspective, uh, you got to point out Jalen Brown in this game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the one Celtic that really struggled. I mean, I thought he struggled offensively. Uh, it seemed like any time he touched the ball, how many assists did this man have? I think he actually he had five assists. So he was actually moving the ball pretty well. That's actually more than what Jalen Brown usually does. Um, but well, the, you know, when you when you suck that bad, you probably need to contribute right, some way, right? And I think he got six rebounds, and yeah, all that's great and all. But uh, it was really his decision making that towards the end of the game, where he I think had two really costly turnovers. One was, I mean, yeah, that yeah. what not not the not even the inbound whatever, but the play like maybe a few plays before it, he was at the top of the key dribbling with his right hand. And it looked like he was going to pass, and he like hesitated. And then he telegraphed the pass that he tried to squeeze between three New York Knicks into somebody in the paint. I think it was like Derek White was under the basket, but yeah. it was such a forced pass that was so telegraphed because he like faked it before he did it. And I was just like, oh my god! And it was a costly turnover. I think that was when the Heat like had a lead on us at one point, and it was yeah. just like, oh my god, Jalen, how do you think you're going to make that pass right there? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, obviously the other one that sticks out was during a huge the, Knicks the run. Inbound. Pass the inbound pass. pass, but I've noticed this with the Celtics, even dating back like last year, even the year before that, they do these weird, really lazy passes on their backcourt um, with you, no one's when around. When they're frustrated. They do it when they're frustrated, and they do it just for like this weird, like swaggy reason. I don't know why, but yeah. I, but this is this was one of those passes where it caught up to them, and it was just like, he just like, it was like a soft pass near Jason's feet that the other guy just got a running start and stole it, and it's just like, all right, guys. We get it. You're comfortable playing with each other. You make these cute, soft passes. Yeah. Everyone's friends. Ha ha. But 
you know, these are the things you kind of have to tighten up. And it's game one. Okay, game yeah. one. Whatever. I mean, and also when you're playing a Thibodeau team, yeah, you can't dick around because they're playing full court defense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was really bad. That was like genuinely whatever. bad. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You can clean it up, and then it, like him and Tatum had like shared a look right after that pass, and it was like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he was like, yeah. "What the hell are you doing?" Whatever. Um, but yeah, <laughs> outside of those turnovers, I'm. What else I want to talk about is. Is he unengaged? Is he just standing in the corner waiting to get that shot? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think when you're you, you have two new players on your roster and it's game 1. Yeah, and also like he can't be disengaged. I mean he can be, but he just got 300 million dollars. Like right. if you're ever going to be chill about not being the first or second option, it's when you have that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um he got his money, now he can kind of you know, spread the ball around, spread the love. Mm-hmm. You know, Porzingis is a great scorer. Yeah. We knew that. He needs shots. Yeah. And he's going to be wide open. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a smart basketball player, you know the better option is to let Porzingis take a wide open shot than you try to go between three guys to get a layup. Yeah. yeah. And I think Jalen may have recognized that. He may have been, he may not have been aggressive enough offensively. That was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, and there were a few times he really – there was one play in particular where he went into the paint and he went – you know, he did his bull thing, bull uh-huh. trying to shot, yeah. got to the basket, and he like tried to do like a scoop reverse or something, and it was just missed by Miss like – bad, huh? Yeah, I mean, he didn't put the Kyrie spin on it, mm-hmm. so it just kind of clanked. Yeah. But okay. by and large, he's aggressive. I'm, I have no issue with Jalen. I think tonight he'll probably come out and make everybody look stupid. All right, real quick on Jalen. I, I have more. Yeah, uh, menta- Mentality. Um, say we hit that 12-game um, sample size and stuff like that. Yeah. He's averaging 14. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Eight. Terry, that's not going to happen. And it's six. <laughs> what is his mentality going to be if that's where we're at after 12 games? Because I honestly think he's going to be really pissed and really and if it's not out loud it's internal which might be even worse yeah i mean if that's happening if he's like the fourth leading scorer on a roster yeah, yeah he'll be pissed yeah, no. but it's you can't go from being the ninth the, you know the ninth leading scorer in the entire nba to averaging 14 it's just inconceivable okay Okay. No, I'm just saying. I mean, he had, he had these, won. Are hypo- these are hypotheticals. Yeah, obviously. I mean, this I don't is, want this to happen. This is a batshit hypothetical. I know. Well, yeah. maybe 14 yeah. a little generous. 17? Maybe is that a little more generous? I mean, I think he'll be at 25. Okay. Easy. Okay. And like, honestly, I feel like 25 points a game for him is kind of where he should be on a roster All like right. this. All right. So game 12. I mark that on your calendars, folks, because that's going to be interesting. That's when, <laughs> well, that's when I, we start breaking down some samples. I believe in the 15-20 oh, sure, so, Okay, you know, so you can use that. Could, how about we call it a baker's dozen? <laughs> uh, okay. Lucky 13. All right, so outside of Jalen Brown. I'll Jaylen give you Brown. the Doomer number of 13. For okay, all right, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, actually, real quick, before Jalen, moving on from Jalen, yes or no, is he the new Marcus Smart punching bag for the for the Doomers out there? Honestly, probably. He might that's, be. <laughs> that's really fucking Twitter with a cesspool. It was, it was. It's like, dude, he's one of the top 20 players in the NBA. I know. I know you. it's game one. Like, yeah, we like, need to give him time. If you, if you start thinking about Jalen Brown like Marcus Smart, like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, Jalen Brown's really good. Marcus Smart is not even remotely close to Jalen yeah. skill-wise. Yeah. Like, just chill out. You know, he had one bad game. Yeah, I agree. I'm I, not talking about you. I'm talking the internet. No, I no, mean, no, like, no, dude, no. Twitter was really bad. I almost had to get I was just, like, so pissed. For sure. 
Yeah. For sure. And listen, I, as much as I put on the Doomer persona, I, I understand one game is one game. But these are the questions we have to ask yeah. early on. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, just, everyone needs to be aware it's of this. talk radio, baby. Um, my other concern, I guess, was the bench, the lack of scoring. It, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, like you said earlier, I liked what Horford gave us. He hit three of four from three. Did he? Okay. Um, and he was pretty solid. I mean, he's good defensively. I he's mean, he's Al Horford. He's, he's great. He's not starting just because he. I would love to save his minutes as much as possible through the year while giving him like ample oh, amount of. I one hundred percent agree. I don't even know why there's a uh, conversation about who should be coming off. I the wanted bench. to take a month off in like February, March. I yeah, just wanted to take go, off like yeah. a month. You know what if I mean? If we go get a, like another center. I'm completely cool with yeah. letting him take a lot of time off. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was cooked in the he was. Eastern Conference Finals. He was. Last He's not a starter. He can't play starter minutes anymore. But if he can come out, he can come out and give you 25 minutes nice, like a nice 25 minutes. Yeah, that's what. 20, 25. Was that what he was doing last year? I think he was playing more than that. Yeah, he was probably playing closer to yeah, 30. I mean, I think that's why he started missing every wide-open three against the Heat. Because the legs were gone. Yeah, exactly. So I think if we can keep him between 20 and 25 per game, that would be great. Uh, but yeah, the lack of scoring again. One game, I, I believe Pritchard and Hauser. Hauser's uh, three pointers have an insane amount of arc on them. Yeah, I mean he missed. <laughs> I mean I'm not concerned about Sam Hauser's shooting. No, that's fair. But like he definitely sucked. Yeah, no, and it's not even that he sucked. It's just like, is that how he shoots? Is with that much arc all the time? Because like that's not like like I I feel like you have a a better chance of going in with less arc. Yeah, not like I a know, line but drive. Man, he was born with a God-given That's ability That's fair. I mean, I don't want to question yeah. a professional three-point no, shooter's yeah, exactly. uh, you know, technique or anything, but it's it seemed a little odd that they had that much arc, but whatever. And then yeah. Pritch, it was cool to see him kind of come back. They, they, subs, they subbed him for Porzingis at the end of the game uh, for free-throw reasons, and he got the ball and he yeah, iced both of them. Iced, which, yeah. So that was cool to see, and it was it probably... Oddly enough, he didn't have a great shooting game, but it probably gave him a little bit of confidence. Perhaps not that he needs it. Honestly, he should be playing more than 11 minutes. He only played 11 minutes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah he I, needs to be playing like 15, 20. He does. He does, especially as like the first guard off the bench. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. He wasn't even the... Yeah, Hauser came in before him, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like if you look at this... The starting lineup played a shitload of minutes. They did. The f- Opening its first game, yeah. you almost treat it like, not playoffs, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, you got to get your legs into it. Exactly. I, yeah, so I, I yeah. don't. I feel you on that. I Pritchard didn't needs to play minutes. more than that. Like, Pritchard's. He's a, he's a streaky shooter, and he needs st- time. Exactly. He's he's streaky enough where he actually needs to get into the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, uh, I really am a huge Pritchard fan. I have been. I think you've heard me talk yeah, about yeah of course i mean i think within the first month of him playing i'm like this guy could be steve nash yeah <laughs> which is a wild statement <laughs> i'm a little optimistic when it comes to uh some celtics players who fall in love but yeah. no i pritchard needs to play more and i mean we just gave him a four-year contract yeah so i think he's going to surprise we didn't see zvi yes did uh did my other guy play uh did O'Shea Brissett not play? No, no. So that's the thing. We're, the fuck these guys, going on? These guys are going to get more time as the season goes. I think they just treat it. I mean, we had four people come off the bench. That's kind of ridiculous because usually it yeah, turns, into a, it turns into a three-man rotation in the playoffs. So, like, you know, just even a four-person rotation is just, like, a little aggressive for the regular season. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, yeah, this would be, like, deadly yeah. if we kept this up. Yeah. Because then yeah, yeah, we you'd need be to dead. do something. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, I just wanted to talk about Coach Joe. Um 
you know, the only th- really questionable thing, I thought he called actually a pretty good timeout in there. So I don't really <laughs> care about timeouts yeah. as much as other people do. But uh, I, it was weird that Cornette and Porzingis were on the court at the same time at one point because... Too many whites. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> and then I saw Pritchard and I saw yeah. Howes running. I go, what yeah, the hell's going like a, on here? It was like a rally. <laughs> and we said, like we're a, only playing four people right now. A trip to the Capitol. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they're pretty much the exact same build, like both gigantic. They both kind of stretch the floor. Yeah, and but like... It's just like weird. In, yeah, I mean, but uh, I think it lasted like two minutes. Yeah, so Porzingis like, is, in some ways, just a seven-three wing. Yeah. So if he's playing four, I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, and the uh, the minutes with everyone, I'm not worried about it. It's game one. You're right. I think he just wanted to get the the players' legs. I think everyone was antsy and ready to go and wanted to win that game. Yeah, so. I was. I was just listening to a podcast earlier today, and apparently Joe Maz and all the coaches were like laughing, like saying, "Wow, we had no assists." Like, this won't happen again. Yeah, yeah. The threes are going to go down eventually. Yeah, I mean, I again, that's why I think they're going to play well. Yeah. Like, really well tonight. Yeah. But, yeah, this was just working off the rust. You know, I are shaking off the rust, whatever the fuck the saying is. Yeah. I, I have a lot of faith. I think Joe actually coached a pretty good game. Uh, and I think what made it really kind of look like he coached a good game is they did exactly what they, he doesn't want them to do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, like shoot 53. So we'll shoot 29. Yeah, true. We'll get outshot by the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, very uh, strange. I think I thought he called timeouts at the right time. I, I really was – honestly, when I was watching his postgame press conference, it, it was nice to see him kind of more relaxed and he seemed more confident and – that's really that makes me feel that makes me feel confident going forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, game one in the books. Uh, let's look forward to uh, tonight's game, Friday, uh, October twenty seventh. We are going home. Actually, it's our home opener yeah. against the Miami Heat. Starts at seven thirty p.m. tonight on ESPN. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, yeah. What do we got for tonight? I mean, I've said what I'm. I think they're going to win by fifteen plus. Gotcha. I mean. It's a home opener. The crowd's going to be crazy. Um, obviously, the expectations are through the roof for this team yeah. this year, especially after you know the Patriots are two and five. Bruins, Trash. I think, are okay. Yeah, six and zero. Oh they started six zero. Oh, they tied last night. That's pretty six, crazy. Six zero and one. Yeah. Um. So good for them. But like you know, <laughs> I could talk about that for a while. Bo- the Red Sox were obviously had a disappointing year, so people have been looking forward yeah, to the know. Celtics. Yeah. No, it's. I love me some socks. I know you do. They're about to spend like a billion dollars. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, yeah, the game is tonight, uh, starting lineup will probably be the same. Horford's going to sit. The other five will probably start. Uh, there was a conversation apparently amongst the players talking about, uh, who's going to start and who's going to sit like this happened before the season. Yeah, started. that's actually pretty cool. And, uh, they even said like, I'll, uh, like there'll be games where <laughs> imagine being like the seventh guy though. It's like, wait, I'm not even, I like, know I didn't get invited. I'm so I'm not, I'm so trash. I don't even consider the possibility of me. You guys starting. had a fondue fountain. Yeah. You what the fuck know? is going on here? It's for the starters only. Kids. Yeah. Um, so, um, everyone said that. People will be going on and off. Even Jason Tatum said he's going to take one. Yeah, he's, that was funny. He's going that, for the sixth man of the year. Yeah, word. yeah. But he'll just do that just to be just to be cute and then yeah, get subbed in that would two, minute, be two minutes fun. later. Yeah. It's like, I got to get my 30 minutes. Um, little, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, it'll be the starting five. And then on the other end, you know, the Miami uh, he I almost said Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a double Miami weekend. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, fade, yeah, <laughs> fade the Patriots. Yeah, thank, yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> South Beach brew. Yeah, I think the, the later it goes in the winter too. It's yeah, always, the South it always Beach gets flu. Oof. Yeah. Um. So, 
Uh, the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, who's even their starting five? Like off the top of my head, I couldn't even tell you. Well, they yeah, I mean they had such turnover. Right, they lost way more than they got. Is Tyler Hero starting now? Uh, Has to be. I assume so. I mean, who else would be starting? I mean, if they're, he's still coming, I, I, he was up for six man of the year. Struess dropped like twenty seven in his first game in Cleveland. Wow, and he had eleven boards. Really, he was like playing power forward. He's he's not a big guy. Um, okay. I mean, they lost a lot. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I'm seeing some familiar faces here on the Miami Heat. Is Kyle Lowry starting? Maybe. I didn't. I didn't watch their first. Me neither. Game. Me neither. I'm gonna say it's oh, coming if out with Kyle Lowry starting. Man, your team f- is not good. I'm thinking they're coming out Lowry, Hero, Butler, Bam, and then either Nikola Jovic or oh, Kev- Jovic should be. Uh, yeah. they, they seem to be high on Jovic. And then yeah, the kid they drafted from my was it Miami? Uh, UCLA Jacques. Jacques oh, UCLA, yeah, yeah, that's Jacques right. Junior. Yeah, he's good. And uh, you know, yeah, oh, and they were big on Haywood's Highsmith as well. Um, no, they were. And then they have Duncan. No, do they still have Duncan Robinson? I think they do. Yeah, New Hampshire's so, finest. I'm not sure exactly. This is the informative show here. But yeah, I'm not I mean, exactly like, sure it, of what the starting line You know, to be fair, it's one game in and... Uh, People might be making changes. I work a lot. But this is fair. <laughs> work uh, work hard. You know? uh, let me take a quick look at the spread here, see what we're looking at. My guess, if you were to guess the spread before looking at it, unless you do know it already. I don't know. Uh, I'm I don't not really know. a gambler. Gotcha. You bet uh, player props though randomly. Yeah, I do, but I don't like. I don't. Frankly, if you showed me a money line, I probably wouldn't even know what it means. My guess is really. Yeah, I mean, I assume the Celtics are favored by at least you know five points. Okay. Yeah, that'd be my You're guess. Pretty close, okay. actually. It's eight, actually. It's eight. So that wow. means the Celtics need to win by nine points to win the bet. Yeah, well, I have them at winning by fifteen. So. so there you go. Yeah. Uh, I think that spread is lunacy, insane. Uh, do Dude, we know? Do we know who this is? Not I good. Know. That's true, and it's a ho- that they're taking into account home opener. Dude, and like Bam's what, like six eight? That's their big man. I know. Porzingis looks down on him. I mean, if you really look at it, Tatum's bigger than him. Yeah, Porzingis is bigger than him. Yeah, same size. He's not six eight. Bam, he's like six ten. I don't know. I think he's pretty short. There's no way he's six eight. Um, six nine, <laughs> whatever. I like look, Drew. Six nine, six nine. Six, okay, nine. okay. Yeah, like, dude, they're a small team. They are. Uh, we're not. No, we're very big. Very I think long. our smallest starter is six five. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Lowry sucks. Kyle Lowry's washed. Drew Holiday doesn't suck. I don't know. I think every single player. I, Jimmy Butler's not. I. What? He takes the regular season off, but he takes these games seriously. He takes these games seriously. What I think of Jimmy Butler, I'm just not a huge. I think he's the most overrated basketball player that maybe ever lived. That's fair. I don't know about ever lived, but he's, I wouldn't say overrated. I mean, he dragged his team to the finals last year. How how can he be overrated? He also sucked in like seven playoff games and nobody cares. Yeah, but like, you know, would Caleb Martin and. Gabe Vincent dude, play as good as they did if Jimmy Butler wasn't like probably. I don't know, I don't know maybe it seems like dude, he, he Caleb he, Martin he gives more than just basketball he gives like I don't know grit uh, yeah, he gives you attitude the heat cult, heat culture it's like I hate one I hate that <laughs> I don't believe in that <laughs> me neither it's it's fucking stupid and have you seen their jerseys yeah it's pretty oh my god how do you not like make something cool out of the culture like it's just, just like don't have culture it looked like aerial like aerial white Dude, font these with uniforms this black year drop shadow fucking suck yeah and the Boston one's okay Boston one's nice but my god everybody else what Nike needs to hire some people they took the they took the day off I mean I could literally create a better uniform 
on my computer in 10 minutes than that heat culture jersey. AI generated, baby. Dude, not even that. But yeah, I could. Except AI, you can't. They don't like their words don't look They like don't words. like words at all. Uh, no, I just – I hate the concept of heat culture. I don't think – I think Spolstra is way more impactful than Jimmy Butler. Um, and if Caleb Martin, he could have been playing with me – and he still would have. He wasn't missing shots. He didn't last miss year. any shots. It was crazy. Yeah, he missed in the finals though, so I don't know what. Well, it I know was. they all missed the in air? the finals. They shot like. Is that the air? They shot what like fifteen percent higher than they did in the regular season. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is. Celtics by fifteen. Fifteen plus. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going in twenty. No, Love I'm kidding. It. Fifteen. Uh, I just don't think the Heat are that good. That's fair. That's I mean, fair. I, I think realistically they're a play-in team. Maybe. I don't like their roster. And Jimmy Butler may actually have to show up and play basketball in the regular season this year. They've had one game so far this season. They beat the Detroit Pistons by one. <laughs> at home, their home opener. At, the, at Miami's dude, home the opener. Pistons fucking suck. Yeah, not ideal. I mean, look, man. I don't know. The Pistons are huge. Yeah. Like, the Pistons are a really huge roster. I mean, I think Miami's going to have trouble with size. Yeah. So I, I nailed the starting lineup, which is Love, Lowry, Adebayo, Butler, Hero. So that's, that's a lot of age. They're starting Kevin Love. That's a lot of age. Dude, this team sucks. I know. It's going to be rough. Kevin Love, my they're, God. I think they're going to do the same thing they did last year and try to hope to crawl into the playoffs. Yeah. I think. I mean, they could be good. I Dude, don't know. Dude, their lineup's like an assisted living facility. I know. I know. They really, they, I mean, that guy, Javier Jaquez yeah. Jr., is going to have to grow up like really fast yeah, if I mean, they want to be good. I think he's very good. So. Yeah. But like NBA. Dropping 20 points a game good or 15 points a game? No. Yeah. Jovich. Man. Not yet. Not yet. But um, all right. That's our thoughts. That was the uh, green teamer versus the doomer. Uh, if there was a winner today, I don't know. I was feeling a little spicy about yeah, going yeah, yeah. after Jalen Brown. Yeah, you went in. I mean, they, they re- just to close it out on this uh, from my side, they realistically beat the third best team in the East, That's maybe fair. the fourth best team. That's fair. While having two of their best players not play well. Fair. And it was the first time they all played together in a regular season game. That makes me... And, like, they didn't play that. They didn't play up to what they are going to do. Mm -hmm. I see them as an incredible passing team. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that's pretty impressive that they beat the Knicks. Yeah. That. Like that. All right. Um, I'm going to give myself that uh, point. (laughs) All right. So 1-1 going into uh, episode three. I'll give you the W. Appreciate it. All right. This is Green Teamer versus the Doomer. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. See you.